Hi, and welcome back to another Practicing Alchemy podcast. It's your host, Allie, and today I am joined by my lovely girlfriend, Stacy, who's back again. This time we have more of a strict thing, so she just won't blabber on forever. That's very interesting. <laughs> um, we are coming to you from a hotel in Drama, Greece, where we are here to play soccer professionally together, which is very exciting, yes? Yes. Yes. Um, so... Some of you may know, but I have not played professionally in over a year now. March 13th of 2020 was my last game. We were together in Hungary then playing, and then COVID hit, and there went the season and and my professional career for a while. So I took some time off, and then we decided to get back into it. So this is kind of going to be talking about how we decided that, and now like coming here and the process of that happening. Um... So why don't you, Stacey, tell us like kind of how we decided to do that? Because you were playing in college and that was kind of our decision that you would play in college for two years and then we would go off and and try something else. But then obviously we found that I was not capable of waiting that long. So yeah, I mean, um, we decided to kind of, I would go and play college in, in Arizona and I ended up being there just, what, one year, I guess, one, season, one school yeah. year. And um, then, you know, it was kind of hard for me to be playing, but also know that, like, you weren't able to play. Yeah, so, like, how did you feel? Because I know I, I mean, we talked on the phone a lot while you were at school, and I even came to train with your team every once in a while, but, like, how did you feel, like, when I called you, I know one time specifically that I called you crying and was just, like... I need to play, like, I need to play, like, I can't be doing this anymore, like, I I feel lost, Mm -hmm. like, I don't know, and I did, I felt very, like, like, I was missing a big piece of, of my life, and I wanted to stop so that I could figure out how to function without soccer, and I sort of did that, like, I found a job, like, I had lots of time off to spend with my family and stuff, and reevaluate things and that's kind of when I reevaluated and realized that I I didn't want to stop playing I didn't want to be without it so how did you feel like after us making this big decision for you to go to college and then just a couple months later me calling you and being like I don't want this anymore yeah I mean yeah I mean I kind of saw it coming and for me I was like I was like kind of waiting for the phone call for you to be like I miss this, like, I want to go back and Why play. did you think it was coming? I just, because I just knew that it wasn't, you weren't done. Like, I knew you had, and I knew, like, you as a player, you you weren't done. Mm. You know, you have a lot more to give. Um, you have a lot more left in your tank in, like, terms of your playing career and stuff. Yeah. And so I just knew that when covid hit and you wanted to take a break and stuff i knew that that's what it was going to be it's just a break, a break you yeah. know like i knew um you were going to come back and want to play and get amongst it again mm-hmm. so um I w- it wasn't a big shock i wasn't upset or whatever i was actually very excited because <laughs> because like it you know it was something we obviously had to navigate but um it worked out, and I knew it would work out, you know? But you didn't feel, like, any frustration or, like, like resentment. Because when we were in Hungary during COVID, we had a huge talk about everything we were going to do, and we made a plan because being in a long-distance relationship from separate countries where you need visas and mm-hmm. bureaucracy and shit to, like, see each other, 
we decided like as a couple this is what we were going to do for our relationship was that you would come and play soccer at college mm-hmm. at a community college so at least two years but you mm-hmm. had told me before like maybe I want to go and play afterwards um and then to have it be you know three months into that and me being like no thanks <laughs> I want to leave now like there was one point I remember when I was like I want to go like mm-hmm. while you're here playing soccer I want to leave now mm-hmm. yeah and I remember us having that convo. I don't know. It was kind of like a bit like, oh, crap. Like, I'm here and, like, I'm here for two years. Yeah. We don't have to worry about anything for at least two years. Like, yeah. this is the first time we've had this luxury. <laughs> yeah. And then it was a bit, like, I guess not frustrating, but, like, just a bit like, oh, fuck. Like, now we have to figure something Another else challenge. out, you know, yeah. because it was like, it was like, we had it figured out, yeah. you know? And then, so, yeah, it was a bit just like, oh, shit, now we have to do long distance again because I'm never going to, like, stop you from playing or stop you from doing the thing that you love yeah. just because of our relationship. Mm-hmm. That's just never how it's been. Yeah. So it was just, like, a bit of, like, a goddammit moment, but, like, it was never, like... F this or fuck this or like fuck her or whatever. You yeah, know? absolutely. So, yeah, I mean, yeah, that was the situation really. Yeah, and then, um, so after, you know, we kind of had this chat and then you were doing school or whatever, I'm trying to figure out when we even decided. I think you were, I knew you were unhappy at school. Yeah. Kind of like, sh- you went to school, college in a in a small town in the middle of the desert, so it wasn't like the most ideal situation. But we kind of like encouraged each other for you to do it because it was a full ride. It was college in America, uh-huh. and the bonus was that we get to be together, and that was like a big selling point for us because that's what we wanted some time together without worries. So then I I don't even remember when we decided that well you wanted to go play too. I think. So I was I was pretty unhappy for a while. Like I think like being at college just didn't suit me as a person. Like mm-hmm. I think I don't know, I, I found myself in a like a pretty big depression after yeah. being there. And like I don't know what it was, you know, it just it was very hard for me to kind of adjust. I wasn't really myself the whole time. And it was, like, it was weird, like, you know, it was the first time I'm, like, I think I was the captain on the team, so it was the first time I was, like, a captain on a team, and I don't, I'm not really used to that much responsibility, you know, like, I'm pretty immature at heart, you know, like, I love football and I love, I take it very seriously, but I also love, you know, to have a good time and stuff like that, and, um, to be that person that kind of everyone looked at. Well, I feel like there's some people who are natural leaders in that way and there's some people who are not yeah and it's not like oh if you're a leader you're so special and good and better than everyone it's just like that's your personality is you're meant to like do that and I've never seen you as a leader in that way Mm -hmm. and of course like I said it's not a negative thing like I think you have everyone brings a certain aspect to every team yeah and some are more like I'm a a leader because people can come talk to me or I'm mm-hmm. a leader because like I can talk to the coach or I'm a leader because I'll talk to the ref or I'm a leader because I lead by example like there's all these different ways mm-hmm. you can be that without necessarily being a captain like I think you lead 
every day in training by the way you train because you, you always yeah. train a hundred percent. Like you laugh, you laugh and you joke, but you're never going seventy. I've never seen you go less than a hundred. Like sometimes mm-hmm. you'll not have a good training, but you're always giving a hundred percent effort. Mm-hmm. You know, so I think that's like the way in which you lead. But yeah, captain wise, that's that's just not your personality. Yeah. And I think it was, like, a bit of, like, me having an identity crisis, to be honest. Like, I was, like, I was, like, trying to navigate how to enjoy football and have fun. But also it was, like, in a new element for me where it was, like, no, but you need to be serious and, yes. you know, like, stuff like that. So it was just a lot, I think. And, like, you know, obviously I was the oldest girl there. By you far. Know, yeah, you know, with, you know, a bunch of kind of like 18-year-olds, 19-year-olds, whatever it was. And it was just like, I think they saw me as that, like kind of the old girl and like whatever. And and whenever I'd show my immature side, they'd be like, what the hell is going on? You and know, and I'd be like, be yeah, you know, and I was like, well, this is like me. Like, mm-hmm. honestly, this is me. Like, I'm, I'm like a young soul. Like, I love, I don't take life too seriously. Yeah, it was a bit. It was hard for me to navigate like the college life. I think, and yeah, so yeah. Yeah, well, I think too. This, this kind of plays into the whole idea of like, in America, we have a way of doing things. In the way is this: like, you do high school, mm-hmm. you do four years of college, you go to a job. Like, in anything that messes up that status quo or is like different than that is weird. So it was like kind of this thing where I was like, you go to college. Like, that's what you do. Mm-hmm. And you had always wanted to go to college to play soccer. You're like, I want to try it. I want to try it. But it's kind of like, I don't know. I think college here is, like, different. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? It's, like, it's not necessarily – you don't necessarily learn things. No, like, I feel yeah. like when I went to college, like, I went to play soccer and I went to experience it. And, mm-hmm. like, I did and whatever. But it really, I think, plays into the fact that, like, you don't need it, though. Mm-hmm. Like, I didn't need to go to college. I wanted to go to play soccer. Like, I had dreams always of playing professionally, and I knew that the road, the steps I had to take were this, mm-hmm. you know, like, this way. But before we even went to you playing, like, we sat down with Keneal, and mm-hmm. we were like, what do you want to do? Like, we had a long talk about what you want to do, and you said, you know, eventually I want to coach soccer. And me and Keneal both said, like, you don't need college yeah, then. Like, you yeah. don't need a degree. So it's like... I think maybe part of it was, like, like we say this a lot. Like, if you don't try the thing, then you never know, and you'll always wonder about it. But, exactly. like, it's good after you try it because then you know, like, oh, it's definitely not for me. Or, like, yeah. I definitely don't need it. Like, when I got the undercut in my hair, and yeah. I really, really <laughs> wanted it. And then after, I wanted to let it grow out, and it looked so trashy and I had like this little freaking backwards mullet for so long like two years and my hair's finally grown out now I know I will never do that again never shave my head again like yeah. in any sort of way like I know this but if I wouldn't have tried it I would have always wondered I've always put it on my Pinterest board like I yeah. always would have wanted it so it's kind of like that for me I'm like it's obviously it's a bigger thing but like we talked about it after and I was like you should feel no shame that you went one year. Like, yeah. you managed one year in another country, like, captaining a team, doing school, no less, which is not your favorite thing. No. Like, I was so proud of you for even, do like, sticking it out the full year. Uh-huh. Like, I was so proud of you for that. So it was, like... It was, yeah, it was probably the hardest, one of the hardest things I've ever had to do, I think. Absolutely. Um, But I don't regret it. I don't regret doing it. Um, 
you know, I think I met some amazing people, mm. you know, made some good friends. It wasn't 100% breezy the whole time. No. There's no doubt about it, but, I mean that's just how it is and I don't have any like bad blood towards the experience or all the people I met were super cool um and I think I personally feel like it was cool for us too because we got to explore a completely other way of having mm -hmm. our relationship like that's the first time ever in our almost three years of dating that we lived so close to each other yeah. like permanently lived so close to each other but also had space from each other like yes. every other time that we've been together it's been all to it's like all or nothing like yeah. we're either doing distance and not seeing each other at all or we're doing together and we're living in, in the same pockets. house yeah. like doing the same exact thing every day so this was the first time ever that we're able to have an almost normal sort of dynamic dynamic where yeah. you were away at school I was at home mm. and I would see you once a week, maybe once every two weeks. Mm. And that was, I think that was something, I mean, I really enjoyed that. Like, I missed having you all the time. But at the same time, it was nice. Like, I yeah. went to work during the week. Like, I called you to see how your day was. Mm. Like, you know, and then I would come see you on the weekends. And it was like, it was really sweet. Like, it was a nice little getaway from me. And then you got to have me there. And it was, I think that was interesting for us too like I feel like at this point we've done almost everything yeah <laughs> we've done, absolutely you know 10,000 miles of long distance we've done sit like being stuck with each other in quarantine in mm -hmm. another country we've done months and months of long distance and now mm -hmm. we've done this now so it feels interesting to me and cool that we've been able to do all that because I think Again, it's the same sort of thing. If you never try it, you never know. And now, yeah. like, we know these things about us. Like, we can do long distance. We can also do right next to each other. We can also do this. So it's yeah. been, like, really fun to kind of test the waters with all those things. Yeah, absolutely. And, yeah, I think, like, I was just thinking, soccer teams are weird, man. Soccer teams are weird. Like, it, I was just thinking about the concept of, like, a soccer team. And, like, I'm always going to think about the team that I was in in, in, in college in mm -hmm. Arizona. Because, like, I think it's the first time I've lo I looked around and I was like, man, we're just throwing a bunch of girls in one environment and praying to God that they all get along. Yeah. And if they don't get along, then you are well and truly fucked. Yes. And that's the thing. Like, And I feel like that was the epitome of, like, our team. It was. But that's the thing. Like, it's, it's sports teams like this, like college, for example, like lots of sports teams anywhere, really. It's like you have to cross your fingers and hope to God that either everyone gets along or you can help them get along mm -hmm. with team bonding or whatever. Mm -hmm. But it's like if they don't, you will not succeed. Mm -hmm. you, yeah. And it's it's so hard. There's so many different personalities. Like this concept of teams that see each other all the time, like mm -hmm. every single day are always doing stuff. It's insane because you think about like in what other – communities or like social settings mm -hmm. do you have 18 plus people mm -hmm. sitting around together and all of them get along mm -hmm. that's insane maybe a family but that's it but even then but you don't families, choose exactly family but is. even families have things too like mm -hmm. there's always like this person is along with this person mm -hmm. or like i don't really like this person whatever and you mm -hmm. just yeah like this but it's like sucks. in a team if you actually want to succeed you almost all have to at least like each other or respect each yeah, other respect like yeah each you don't other. have to like like the person but you have to respect them enough to work with them at yeah. least at least 11 of you at the bare minimum that's a Absolutely. lot of people i don't even have 11 friends yeah 
I don't. I just, yeah. well and truly, I have about four. Yeah. And anything more than that is really hard for me. Yeah, so yeah. So it's like, <laughs> it's true. It is crazy to expect something like that to work. And as much as I hate to say it, I think men's squad squads work better because they yeah. don't have this like emotional they don't need an emotional connection to work together yeah but, but women girls do. do yeah and the thing is i think when women have that emotional connection they work more flawlessly than men yeah because men go out there and they try their hardest for themselves yes. and like for the quote-unquote team but women go out there and try hardest for this teammate, that teammate, that yes. teammate. Because you see how hard they work and you've made the bond with them on and off the field. And you truly care about them. Yeah. And it makes that experience so much better. But when you don't have that, it's like, I could give a shit about Shelly over there. So, yeah. like, if she misses the ball, I'm kind of, like, like cheering under my breath because yeah. I hate her. Like, yeah. So, it's stuff like that. It's like... Well, yeah, I think that's why I struggled so hard at college yes. as well. Because, you know... I came from a team that was very tight. In each other's pockets. And family. And, like, we all, like, you know, loved each other. But, you know, we didn't all, you know, it was, like, we were all mates, you know. It was no, there was no, like, oh, yeah, she's all right. No bad blood, nothing, yeah. Yeah. And, like, so going, experiencing that at college, you know, obviously the girls were all young and stuff like that and kind of getting this big life experience for the first time and stuff and... It was just, like, it was kind of just, like, it was, like, kind of in, like, a, a high school, like, yeah like, movie. Like, and I was, like, it was, yeah, it was pretty, it was pretty weird, man. Like, a, a high school American movie. I know. I remember you, like, saying things to me, like, oh, my gosh, blah, blah, blah. And I was, like, yeah. Yeah, well, there was just a lot, a lot of. You're at American A lot college. of everything. Yeah. And I was, like, man, I don't know how I had, and that's why I think I struggled a lot is because I was, like, I don't really know what's going on half the time. And I don't really know how to navigate anything that's going on. But it's interesting. Okay, so we've played... I mean, you played in Australia with varying ages. Like, Alex, your oldest, at, like, 30-something. Yeah. Right? And then your youngest was maybe, like, 16. Yeah. 16, 17, around there. Yeah. So you had, like, an age gap of at least 10 years with some of those people. But, like... And then you came to America and had a smaller age gap. Uh But larger maturity gap almost so it's like uh-huh. how did you find that because like even in Hungary like in Hungary we had some very young girls on the team like teenagers yeah and then we had Bernie who I think might have been 45 yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> sure. but there <laughs> but there in Hungary in Australia you don't feel that as much yeah so it, it's interesting like now that you've played both places like what did you think because it I just think Look, I and this isn't me like I'm the most mature person no, ever because and you're I'm not, not exactly. at all. Exactly. And I I and I think I at times at college I found it hard to kind of be myself because I didn't think like maybe some of the girls just didn't understand like my sense of humor mm. or whatever and I was just like and so that just like I was just like didn't really know how to deal you know and I kind of each day I was like kind of getting more sad and like you we had a lot of conversations about it and like not just sad I would like find myself getting this temper that I didn't know I had Mm. or whatever and so yeah like I'm not the most bloody mature person ever but I don't know it was just I didn't really know how to deal with it like, yeah. I was, and I think it's obvious, you know, like, we had so many conversations and, like, yeah, it was just, like, I think I'm still trying to kind of figure it out. 
Yeah, I mean, I, I, I felt that when you went to college, there was, I sent to college a certain Stacy, and when mm-hmm. I got back from college was something different. Yeah. Which is fine. There's absolutely nothing wrong with that, and I think we should always be shifting and changing and whatever, but I found that the, the Stacy who went to college was carefree and excited and open and fun and whatever and the stage you came back was a bit more reserved and like short-tempered and negative negative. yeah very negative like there was a constant cloud around you and we had so many chats about it and i i um pretended to be a psychiatrist for a small bit of time (laughs) and said that i just thought your environment was not what you needed to succeed and i and i feel that Jokes aside, like, that was absolutely correct. I felt like the stuff that you were around was not helping build you up. And I'll be honest, like, I am not always great at building you up mm-hmm. but because we're such opposites. Yes. But we work together and Figure I am honest and aware of the fact that we are so different. And even when I'm being the worst, I'm always like, I know I'm being the worst, but, like, please work with me. Like, yeah, I'm, yeah. I think we're very patient with each other in that way and we're honest about it. I truly thought you were gonna have a great time at college because yeah. it was so like you I was like sorry this is not what I thought this was gonna be like yeah, like yeah. I, I wish you would have been to college with me six years ago yeah and then you would have a completely different experience mm-hmm. like and I don't think the small town and whatever helped but like it was just shocking to me it was not exactly what I thought it was gonna be like in anyway main point is that like it did not work with you yeah I and I think the way you summed it you said it was probably the best way to sum it up is that I was just thrown into an environment a situation or whatever where I just wasn't gonna flourish yeah as a person and it that- just didn't suit me you know it didn't help me become any better of a person or like excel that much and I just and it showed yes exactly Absolutely. and th- that happens you know like you see something from the outside you see something on paper you think like it has all the the fixings to be a great time Uh and then you're in it and you realize like it's not and that's totally okay like that happens all the time so you know it's not like you failed or the team failed or the school failed it's like you just got into a situation and realized like it wasn't for you like it might be for someone else but it's like that didn't mesh well with you so anyway so we had to say it was a not a hard decision for you to not continue. No, because well, I remember I remember this conversation we had. So I came to San Diego one weekend. I remember we sat we were sitting at your table in your kitchen, and you said we were having the conversation about you going back to Europe and playing, and then you kind of just looked at me with this smirk and you were like, "Do you want to play?" And I was like, I was like, Al, if I'm being honest. Like, the time that we were in Budapest, you know, playing and traveling and all that was probably the happiest I'd ever been. Like, not just in our relationship, but, like, in general. The lifestyle just suited me so much and I just flourished. And I, you were just like, okay, so I'm going to give you two options and it's going to be really easy for you. Well, I said, I said... Let's do this. Because then your other side of it was like, but I've committed to this scholarship and this team yes. and like I want to be with you. And I said, okay, well, let's let's just do this. And I think uh, maybe I read this in a book or I saw this on Instagram or Keneal could have told me, like, who the heck knows. Mm-hmm. But I remember having this like emotional attachment to this idea that like when you're trying to make a decision, mm-hmm. like 
you closed your eyes. So I said, okay, let's just do this. Close your eyes. Close your eyes and, like, empty your brain. And she was like, okay. Mm -hmm. I'm like, all right. How do you feel about, like, imagine, just imagine that you're in Europe with me. We're on a team playing soccer. Like, just imagine. Mm -hmm. And you were, like, smiling so big. Guys, watching, your eyes were closed. You're smiling so big. You're like, yeah, I feel really good. I feel really good. Mm -hmm. And I was like, okay, like, now imagine... It's August. You've gone back to school. You're back at the team. Like your coach is there. You're all back the in your dorm there. room. Like, like literally, I started the list, and you were like, "I feel terrible." No, it's yeah. it's not good. And I was like, "Then we have our answer." Like yeah, and life is not always that, that simple. Yeah. Decision making. Like, well, the thing is, decision making is yeah. life is not, and that's what I'm I'm yeah. coming to that conclusion. The decision making is super easy if you actually feel it. Like, yeah. Actually feel your things. Don't think your things. Yes. Like, don't think up your decisions. Like, feel it. And that's what we did. We closed our eyes. We did it. We felt it. And we felt it. And it was so easy. Like, the decision was not a decision. Yeah. You know what I mean? It was so clear. And both of us were did the same thing. I was like, I, me too. Like, I did the same. And I was like, I feel so happy. And so I was like, now it's about making that happen. Mm-hmm. Which, that was the hard part. But, yeah. like, that's the thing. Like, I think, like, that that was a very defining moment, I think, for me as a person, mm-hmm. for our relationship, just, like, having something like that. And I think moving forward, I would definitely like to do that more with decisions and just be, like, mm-hmm. how do I feel when I'm in the decision? And not just being, like, oh, think about it. It makes me happy. Being, like, imagine. Mm-hmm. Like, truly, truly imagine. Like, mm-hmm. put yourself there. And, like, you can you can even see it, like, in your body language. I already saw, like, you know, we talked about college, like, your shoulders went in, you went down, whatever. When I said Europe, like, your your shoulders were up, like, your chest was out, like, your head was up, and I was like, it's just, like, your body knows. Like, yeah. everything knows. So, like, that was easy. It was, yeah, it was super interesting because it was the, probably the easiest decision I've ever made, mm-hmm. but it was like, okay, we had this plan, right, for two years <laughs> I was going to be in America, absolute dream we are guaranteed with each other for two years yes incredible and then it was like from this one decision just based on like our happiness and our like mental health or whatever we were like fuck that i'd rather go back into scrambling yes in our relationship and being with each other and figuring it out again than then the like simplicity and like easiness of being in one place with you for two years exactly and i think for some people that would seem crazy yeah like to be like you had the easy option you had this way out yeah like it makes sense Mm and you guys chose the lottery Mm -hmm. like you chose the lottery over like a steady job (laughs) and like i get it like it would be but for me choosing a steady job is like I might as well jump off a cliff. Mm -hmm. Like, mentally, emotionally, I would not be happy with Mm -hmm. that. Like, you and I both would have miserable if you stayed at school and did this. So Mm -hmm. it's like, we can either choose to be miserable and see each other twice a week being miserable, Mm -hmm. or we could decide to go play in Europe and, like, who knows. Mm -hmm. But it was just, you know, that whole thing. And then trusting the process, like, knowing that we were making the right decision for for ourselves primarily Mm -hmm. and then each other. Mm -hmm. And that's what I think that's what did it is we both did it for ourselves you know it was like going to play soccer in europe would make me happy absolutely and then we'll figure out the rest and And that's what we did yeah yeah um 
moving on to the, and that's what we did. So we ended up finding an agent through a mutual friend, which I would just tell you this right now. Shout out, Mari. Shout out, Mari. If you are part of the soccer world, everyone knows everyone who knows someone who knows someone. It It, it is fantastic. It is mm-hmm. the craziest thing that I've ever found is like since I've left college and played pro, every single team I've been on, I've, like, known someone who's known someone or something. It is so crazy. Like, you cannot get away from it, which seems insane with the amount of different countries you played on. I probably know Messi. We're probably related. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Like, genuinely, I probably... Probably know someone who who knows knows someone who knows him, like, actually. Yeah. Like, maybe 10 people down. Yes. Or, like, like 50. Yeah. (laughs) Seriously. Like... It's crazy. It's, it's truly crazy. Like, every time. It's just, I like, fast forward quickly. On this team in Greece, I was running next to one of my teammates the other day, Maria, and I was talking to her. And she was like, oh, you were in Hungary. And I was like, yeah, I was in Budapest last year. And she was like, do you know people who play there? And I said, yeah, I know some people. And she said, do you know a girl named Hannah? And I said, yeah. And she was Hannah Barker. And I was like, yes, I know her. <laughs> and I said, we're not friends friends, but, like, I know, I know of her. her yeah. And I've talked to her before. Yeah, yeah. She was like, oh, she was teammates with one of the people who live here in drama. And last year, they came on vacation, and I met her. Yeah. And that blew my mind, because I only know Hannah, because she played with my friend Doyle, who I played with in Australia. Yeah. So it's like this insane, like, game. It's a chain. But, like, we're all connected. Yeah. And now I know Maria, and then I'm going to go off and know someone else, and then she's going to know my... It's just... It's wild. It's never ending. It's amazing. It's beautiful. That is the connection I'm talking about. Human connection. This world. It's amazing. I just Chef's I kiss. love Chef's kiss. Yeah. Anyway, so the getting to it. We we got an agent, and that's when the not fun stuff happens because it's it's hard. Like it'll be absolutely nothing for so long, and then all of a sudden something pops up, and it's like you must make a decision in the next twenty four hours, <laughs> like before you know, it goes away or before something happens. So we went a while, a couple months, without knowing anything. And then we, our agent found us a team in Greece, which is absolutely huge because Stace is Greek. Uh, <laughs> both of her parents are Greek. Her grandparents are Greek. Everyone's Greek, Greek-Australian. So it was incredible. And it felt very much like a sign from the universe that we were supposed to do this. Yeah. As soon as reason. he said Greece, we were like... We were both like, done. Uh-huh. I don't care what we get paid. I don't care what it's yeah, like. Yeah. Like, we must go. Like, this is something Stacey's always wanted to do. And I was more than happy to say yes to Greece. I mean, who mm. wouldn't? So that felt like an easy part, too, making that decision of saying yes. Mm-hmm. And then everything else after. Like, we won't get into the, into the huge details, or this podcast will take three hours. Mm-hmm. But... Basically, what happened is in the middle of the summer, let's say July, June? Yes. July, I think. End of June, I think. End of June, we found out. July, we said, yes, let's do it. Beginning of July, we said, yes, let's do it. And they said, okay, it's going to happen in August, Mm -hmm. like mid-August maybe or something. They're going to want you there. We're like, great, plenty of time. Mm -hmm. Because normally when we've had contracts, it's been like, I signed and I talked to them on a Tuesday. I signed the contract on a Thursday. Done. Mm-hmm. I'm on the team. Happy days. Mm-hmm. This was not that. This was not that. This was an entire month and a couple weeks yeah. of stress yeah. of doing something every single day. And I'm not being dramatic when I say that. I mean, every single day we woke up and messaged our agent, like, what needs to be done today? What has to be done today? 
I had to, I was getting a visa to come play here. So I had to get fingerprints. I had to get, what else did I have Possible to get? Photos. I had to get passport photos. I had to, to send in medicals. this form. I had to send in that form. I had to go to the doctor and get a medical. Blood work. The, blood work. I, there were so many things. It, and, and, you know, here's the thing about Greeks is they sit at cafes and smoke cigarettes and drink coffees for about maybe eight hours of the day. <laughs> it's incredible because when we're doing this process, yeah. we're back in we're back in California. Yeah. Calling our agent, I would say three times a week. And he was talking to the president and mm-hmm. then he'd come back and say this, that and the other. So honestly, like from when we heard in July mm-hmm. to when we actually finished, I had my I had my visa we had our plane tickets. It was August 12th. Mm-hmm. And our plane ticket was for August 15th. Mm-hmm. That is how long it took for everything to be done yeah. and finished and all that stuff. And that's and not normal, everyone That is not normal. Like, yeah. I'm telling you. Normally like, Max, it happens in, it like, a week. It takes about a week. <laughs> exactly. You yeah. figure out what visa you need. The club does it. Happy day's done. Yeah. It took us a month and a half. Yeah. And then when we get here, the first day we get here, we arrive... 9.30. We had to take a two-hour drive, hours. like, b- back to the town because the nearest airport's that far away. We get into the town, small town, I don't know, 10,000 population. Mm-hmm. It's not huge. It is 12.30 on a Monday morning. Mm-hmm. The streets are flooded. There's people There's everywhere. People everywhere, yeah. People everywhere. Eating yeah. souvlakis, like, people at cafes at 12.30 a.m. Drinking beer. Like I'm just, so confused. I'm so confused. It's a Monday. It's, it's a Monday night. M- Monday morning. Yeah, well, yeah, it's Monday, Monday morning, morning at 12 12.30. Yeah. I was so confused. The next day, we go out. I've never seen so many people in my entire life. There's people everywhere at cafes. Every single day. All they do. All they do is... And I'm, I'm not being dramatic. Like, literally, I... We have been a part of that because we'll go to get coffee with our teammates. We'll be there for three hours. Maybe longer. Maybe longer. Maybe and like four or five. And we only drink one coffee. Yeah. We drink one coffee and we've sat there for three hours. They drink like one coffee. Like, you know, normal Greeks will have about five coffees in one sitting and about 50 cigarettes. Yes. <laughs> and, and, and so I see this culture within the first three days and I understand why it took everyone so long, a month and a half mm-hmm. to get our stuff together because yep. it has been the slowest process. And I think truly this is what I need generally in my life to, yeah, have, the chaos. to have the slowing down of everything because mm-hmm. I cannot stop going. Like I need to be doing something. So having to sit at a cafe for three hours and drink coffee while I talk to people is like a waste of my life. Mm-hmm. But now I'm realizing it is not a waste of my life. No. This yeah. is this is good. It's and actually I, a luxury that I've just not given the opportunity. Exactly. I've never had it be the thing. Like if yeah. I in America sat at a cafe for three hours and drank coffee with friends, I would be like, I wasted money, like, I wasted, I wasted time, life. Yeah. like, that was ridiculous, I can't believe we did that, what a waste. But here, it's like, if you're not doing that, it's ridiculous. Yeah, like, yeah. where are you going? What do you have to do right now that's not more, what that's more important than this? Yeah, and that's the thing, you know, like, we do that a lot in Australia, you know, we go out for brekkie with your mates, and you have a coffee, and you talk shit for hours, and then you're like, oh, that was sweet. But, like, yeah, I feel like in America, like, that's not probably as big of a thing. Well, it's because it's the whole thing that goes back to the teen angst. Is that yeah. in America, 
if you are not stressed, yeah. you're not doing enough. Yeah, if yeah. you are not, like, penciling people into your schedule because you don't have time, you're not busy enough. You're not doing enough. You're not moving forward. You're not successful, whatever. Yeah. So, like, coming here has been truly, of all the places I've been, one of the biggest culture shocks. Yeah, is most like, relaxed, you know. It's a huge culture shock. It's, like, everyone, and it's not, like... I've not been to, like, an island island, but I mm-hmm. don't think it's, like, island the island life. life. Yeah. I think it's something different. It's, and it's been, I mean, it's been incredible, like, seeing it and, like, experiencing all this stuff. Also, Saturdays and Sundays, literally everything is closed. Yeah. Like, nothing is, all these cafes, which are open from, like, 6 a.m. to, like, 2 a.m. Yeah. Because they're always open because people are there, closed. Yeah. No one's out. Like, we yeah. went out today in the cafe earlier that had, like, 45 people, zero, closed. It was yeah. insane. It's very much like the Greek, it's a, it's very much like a gr- the Greek lifestyle, you know? Like, that's just how how it is. You know, when I grew up, like, my yaya would always do, you know, she went to this thing, it was called the club. <laughs> and she's like, oh, bum is the club, you know? And I would always have to go with her because she would babysit me sometimes. Yeah. And literally, it was a group, like, f- like not just, like, 10. Yeah. It was, like, 50 old ladies, yeah. 50 yayas, inside this little, like, wooden cabin that they had. <laughs> And they would be playing card games. Yeah. They would be, like, drinking coffee, you know, making lunch for everyone to eat. And they did this for no reason at all. <laughs> like, no reason at all. They had this club. Yeah. Like, I, there must have been, like, a sign-up page somewhere. <laughs> I don't know where. I don't know how they all knew each other. But literally, it was, like, a club of these, like, grandmas that would just hang out for hours on end. And I remember when I was little, I used to go with my grandma and I used to just think like who are these people why are we here yeah you know what's happening why are we here for so long yeah like literally hours like hours and now I'm like actually starting to understand it it's like that's how it is that's great culture yeah like it is I don't need I don't have a word it's just it's so incredibly different from anything I've experienced like even different from the people who are like, oh, we're just going to relax. Like, let's just go get coffee. We're chill. Even different from those people who have that, like, just chill, like, yeah. you know, surfer vibes. Like, yeah. very just relaxed. We'll do this, whatever. No worries. It's so different from that. Like, it's not like a no worries, chill vibes lifestyle. It's just like nothing is more important than this. Than this. Like, coffee and friends. And friends. Like, it's. That is the epitome of, like, success here. Yeah. Is having people to go get coffee with. Yeah. Having people to sit <laughs> to do down. do things with. It, yeah. It's, um, and, like, it's just, it's truly amazing. Like, I... I think it's I, answered a lot of questions about myself, to be honest. I, it ha- and that's the funny thing, too, is, like, so many things about you or, like, your family or whatever. Uh-huh. Like, we've been here one week and you and I are both like, oh, my God, I get this. Yeah. Like, I get this about you now, which is interesting because I don't think I was ever looking for an explanation uh-huh. for these things. Yeah. But now that I see it, it's, like, a, an interesting validation. I'm like, oh, my God, like, this is you. Like, yeah. this is your dad. Like, this is why this you're way. like this. Like, you're yeah. just saying, like, you're, 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 you're
to coffee. We were supposed to go to coffee with one teammate today. We got there and there was eight of them there. Yeah, I'm literally like, how did they all, all get all, here? All, all eight of them. We were like, oh, what? Like in America, you'd be like, what? why the hell are so many people here? Yeah. Like, I thought it was like me, you, and Becky. And now yeah. it's me, you, and Becky, and Sarah, and Josie, and whoever. And I'm like, what the hell? Like, but no one was mad. Like, no I one was, cares, yeah. I was like emotionally worried for the girl who we were going to go get coffee with because I was like, yeah. dang, like she wanted to get coffee with us. Like, maybe she just wanted like us three to chat. Yeah. And we got there and there was eight she people. She was having her best life. But yeah, but it was like, oh, the more the merrier. Like, yeah. everyone who got, and it was just like, and dude, is that not me? It's like, you. that's me. Exactly. And that's what I'm saying. And and it's like, you're, you got with that huge club of people. It's like, to, like you and I talked to one girl on the team last night. Within eight hours, we get to the coffee shop and there's eight of them. Yeah. So it's like, one person must have heard yeah, and yeah. told someone else and told someone yeah. else. And now we're all here at the yeah. coffee shop. Exactly. And it's like... And that's you, absolutely, because every time you want to do something, like, I'm very limited in the amount of social, social stuff I can do. So I'll be yeah. like, me, you, and, and one person. Yeah, like, yeah. let's us three go. Or, like, it'll be me, you, and Christian. I'm like, okay, like, we'll go surf. And then we get there, and Christian has, like, five friends. I'm like, oh, shit, it's like, there's so many people. Like, yeah. that's not what I wanted. Like, it's too many people, whatever. But you're like, oh, yeah, let's go. Or, like, you'll just invite random people sometimes. Yeah. Like, I'm like, oh, we're going to do this. Like, on our road trip. I was like, oh, we're going to do a road trip this summer. And she's like, oh, I invited this person, this person. I'm like, oh, my God. Like, yeah. we did not talk about this. <laughs> but then it's just it's, coming here and seeing this stuff. I'm like, it's just in her blood. Like, it's literally in her blood and yeah. her genetics and her ancestry to be like, everyone, everyone come. Everyone yeah. do this. Like, whatever. Um, so I had a question being here like you can speak greek yes yeah yes you can speak greek because your dad speaks greek to you your mom speaks greek to you your yeah yeah speaks greek to you all of your family in australia speaks greek so it's yes. not like this is a new thing no. and it's not like being greek is a new thing you've been greek your whole life yes so that's true not a new thing but coming here now where it's actually in greece like how do you feel being Australian, speaking English, your uh-huh. first language, but also like having this Greek background, like do you feel that you are Greek or do you feel <laughs> sort of no, I'm serious. Like do you feel like you're like, oh, I'm just one of them? Yeah. Or do you feel like I am Australian? Yeah. But right. I am like part Greek. So like I'm not really completely them, but like I can communicate with them. Yes. As like different than actually being one of them. Yeah. Like what yeah. do you think? I mean, yeah, definitely, like, the second offer, like, Australian, like, Greek. Yes. Because I'm not, you know, I went to Greek school when I was younger and just was, did not flourish at all as I do in normal school settings. Mm-hmm. And I just, you know, obviously, like, we'll go to a restaurant and I can't read the menu because yeah. it's in the Greek alphabet and I didn't learn the Greek alphabet when I was younger because yeah. I sucked. So it's, like, the stress. Yeah. But, like, I think for the most part, I'm able to understand very well. Yes. I think. I yes. think, at least. I depending mean, on how fast that person talks. Which is insane because they talk so fast. Yeah. And, like, I, I think I would say if I'm going to sum up how much you understand, which is ridiculous that I would sum it up and not you because you're the one who's doing it. Yes, but but I, from, can't, I can't. <laughs> from, yeah, from my perspective, I would say you get at least 60 to 75%, that's sometimes 80 Sometimes that's 80 percentile. That's huge. Yeah. That's that's all you need. If you're going to understand what's going on, that's all you need. You don't need to understand every word. Yeah. It's like understanding the main points. Main points. That's what I get. And I think in terms of speaking, it's a lot like I'm just very shy. Yes. I don't want to sound like a moron. But at the same time, I also have 
kind of limited knowledge yes. of the language yes. and the words I need to be using. It is a very difficult language. It's very difficult. There is a lot, a lot. Today, I was trying to say I'm tired. Yeah. And I said, I'm, I'm, how do I say I'm? Ime. Ime koris meni, which yes. they were saying means I'm single, like yeah. very divorced. Yes. But ime koras meni yes. means I'm tired. Yeah. So I was saying I'm I'm very single, I'm very divorced or something, yeah. and I was trying to freaking say I'm tired. Yeah. But I put like an I instead of an A. Like that's how freaking close. It's a difference. And the two yeah. words are so drastically different. Yeah. And it was just like... They were like, what are you saying? Like, everyone laughed, and I was like, what? And they were like, you said I'm really single. And I was like, oh, for fuck's sake. Like, and it's in my head, I'm thinking, like, holy shit. Like, I know English is hard, too, and obviously we have, like, homophones, which are just, like, the bane of existence. Like, the fact that bear and bear and bear, there's, like, five of them. Like, yeah. who thought of that? But at the same time, I'm like, many is a big word. Yeah. That's a big word. And for me to mess up one singular letter, letter yeah. and have it mean a completely different thing is, like, Oh boy, like yeah. you have to focus you on what be you're fucking saying. You're kidding me, yeah. Yeah. I mean, you do. And even, I think just some, some things about the language just piss me off generally. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, like if I want to get a bill at, when we're out getting food, like, um, like that's just such an easy word in English. Like, can I get the bill? Can I like, get the check? You're done. Just do the little motion that's yeah, all I need. Yeah. But here in Greece, it's like a full on fucking procedure. It's like, like that word. Almost gave me a heart attack yeah. just now. Yeah. Lo, lo but it sounds amazing when you're Thank saying you. it. Thank you. I've been practicing yeah. a fucking lot because I, I literally, like, I think the first time I tried to say it was, like, our first day here. Yes. And I was like, fuck, how do you say it? Can we get, can we get the bill? And we were trying to pay for something. And so I had to quick, like, Google Translate. And I wrote in bill and it came up, more. And I was like, wow, you're kidding me. Yeah. Like, that's such a hard word. I never said it until then. Yeah. So just shit like that, like, kind of annoy me. But, like... Yeah. I think... I don't know. I always, I'm i kind of doubting myself whether I'll be able to, like, become really good at the language. See, I'm not doubting. Okay. I, I don't think you will. Because I think... You don't think I'll become good at the language? I don't think you will have trouble. <laughs> okay. And I think because of this, not because you're going to put a lot of effort in and whatever, I think because you will be surrounded by it uh-huh. all the time, that it will come to you better. Like, mm-hmm. I think you will just naturally... And I think you will, the curiosity, and you will be like, what is this word? But I think after nine months, we'll have gone to restaurants so many times, you'll know how to say bill like that. Like, Mm -hmm. it's going to come so easy. Like, it's stuff like that. Like, the repetition of it, like, you will... It will come easier. It will come easier. It will come easier, like, every time. Especially, and, like, I think, like, at soccer training, like, I think you'll be able to know things so much. Like, we're training two-a-days right now. I think in two weeks, you'll be ready. (laughs) Yeah, literally. You'll know everything because you'll be surrounded by the same words, like, left, right, step, press, whatever. Like, you'll know all those words. So, it's, like, I think you'll do great. And, like, I mean, I just think it's, it's interesting because I've never been in a situation like that where, like, I've gone to a place and been, like, I am an outsider, but I'm also sort of an insider, like, uh-huh. whatever. So, like, I was wondering, like, if you're having some sort of identity crisis or, like, yeah. how you're feeling with it, like... I think, like, what you said before as well, like, I'm starting to realize things. Like, even about myself, I'm like, oh, that's why I'm like that. 
from being here just for like a week now yes i'm i'm like oh yes i get it your environment plays a huge part in like how you are stuff like that to be like oh that's why this and that's why that um but going back to like the language thing and i think two part of it is the girls on the team are incredible like i truly don't don't know that i have met so many selfless and generous people yeah all in one space (laughs) like Mm. i've met individuals that are like that but to have so many people who are like that has been incredible which i think is a testament to greek culture which i am just in love with but also even though they are shy to speak english they try really hard to communicate with us which like i just got chills I appreciate so much. Like, they try so hard. And, like, they learn it in school, but it's not great because no one here speaks it in this little town Mm -hmm. that we're in. So, like, I know how much effort they are putting into it. So, I think, for me, that's part of why, like, they're excited for you to try Greek and, like, are urging you to, like, speak more and and listen and learn the words correctly. They'll correct you you sometimes. sometimes they correct yeah. me sometimes too when I'm trying to do it because they're like and not out of like oh you're saying it wrong but like no this is the right way to say it so mm-hmm. you'll learn it and then we can talk better to each other which I think is like it's kind of like cute it's very endearing Absolutely. for them to be like no it's kuras meni and I'm yeah, like okay yeah. okay and then they'll be like like they'll say it in my face and i'm like okay like right back to them i'm like we're gonna get this like it i I, I mentioned to you today as well it's it's been pretty amazing because we've bonded with the team very quickly mostly because i think just the people that they are and their nature and the being greek and stuff that's just how it is but it's crazy because some of the girls very limited like english you know We have probably, like, three or four that are, like, ace, you know? But the rest, you know, like, can barely, say, put sentences together. Mm -hmm. But it's crazy because we have still had no problem connecting with them. Like, like, literally one of the girls on the team can't speak a word of English, pretty much. She can do very small words. Yeah, she says words, and that's how we understand each other. Singular words, yes. But it's, like... And, and she can understand us better than she can speak. Yes. Um, but it's, like, she's literally, like, the, one of the funniest girls, like, yeah. I've ever met. She's like, she's one literally of, such a great person to be around. She's one of our closest friends. Yeah. And we can only 30% communicate with each yeah. other. And me and her especially. Like, you and her, because she speaks Greek to Greek, you sometimes, yeah. you understand. But, like, literally... Her and I will just, like, look at each other sometimes. And, like, laugh. And she'll say, like, a Greek word and then I'll say an English word and then we'll laugh and we have no idea. <laughs> no idea what's going but on. I'm but like, it's, like, the I best time ever. Her. Yeah. Like, I love her. Yeah. And it's just, it's, uh, like, it's impressed me so hard, like, how, like, how much, like, people can connect. Yes. Like, you don't need to freaking speak the same language. It has, I just got chills again. But, yeah. like, my, this whole podcast is about optimizing the human experience through connection and and conversations and stuff and this has been like truly one of the most magical examples of that Mm -hmm. like I it just cracked me up how much we have connected with this one teammate there's another one too who says no English None. Yeah. But she understands everything we're saying. Like, literally... Everything we're saying. Zero English 
like zero, but like hundred percent can understand. Hundred percent retention. Like we will have a conversation with one of the other girls on the team who can speak English, and we'll be like la di da da. We're gonna do laundry, this and that, and then we'll ask her a question. Be like, where do we go to get the bus or something? And she'll be like, um, uh, let me think. And the other one who doesn't speak English, uh-huh. will tell her where to get the bus in Greek, and then she'll tell us. So it's just like... And that's happened like 50 times. So many times. Yeah. It's like she knows everything, but she can't communicate with us, so she'll hear us, figure out the answer, tell someone us, tell someone else oh, in, in Greek, Greek, and then yeah. they'll tell us. And it's just like... It's incredible. Like, it's I crazy. Just, it, and she's awesome. Like She's, she's awesome. So, and the thing is, it's like these people's energy and like... Yes. Just the... I don't know, them as just like their vibe it's just like a good yes time to be around and this is what i mean it's like one of the first times that i've actually understood those people who can like go to another country like immerse himself in the culture not understand anything and still have like such incredible mm-hmm. incredible experience and be like i learned so much and you're like what do you mean like yeah. you, you don't know anything going on exactly. but like that's how i feel here like I posted a story on Instagram the other day. We were all out at lunch, and mm-hmm. I was like, literally understand about 35% of what's happening. Yeah. And I don't, but, like, I will just sit there sometimes, and they will all be talking, and I will just watch their faces. Yeah. Like, in the Greek language and discussion is, like, so sing-songy. Like, there's such a, like, beautifulness to, like, the way... They talk. They talk. It's, mm. like, up and down, and you can feel the emotions. I don't know. It sounds so weird, you guys, but I'm serious. It's, like, it, it's just... I will just sit and listen and watch, and, like, I find myself, like, smiling mm-hmm. or, like, frowning, like, whatever's going on. Like, I don't know what they're saying, mm-hmm. but I feel every emotion they're feeling. Yeah. Like, I can just feel it, th- and it's just... But Incredible. also, they in, they make you feel a part of the conversation, yes. even though you're n- even you though you have no idea. On. Like they'll like look at me and like say words in Greek or like whatever, and I'm yeah. like, I don't know. But like, thank you for attempting to yeah. like Talk connect to me. me in this. Yeah. It's just it's been so cool, and I just I really am just like so. I don't know. I feel so much compassion for this like human connection that I'm finding without actually being able to communicate, and it really just like brings home the point that like love and empathy and compassion and generosity those are universal like those have no language you know what i mean yeah. like you don't need x y and z to be those things and you can feel those without understanding or like whatever like Absolutely. they're truly universal like i always say like soccer is a universal language because mm-hmm. you can play soccer without knowing what anybody's saying like you don't need that it's a ball it's girls running around like whatever and I feel like these things that I've, like, felt here are truly universal. Like, yeah. the generosity, the compassion, the selflessness. It really is. Like, no matter what language, like, those things exist. And I've just found them so much in Greece. And it's just been so amazing to it have really that. Is, yeah. It's been an incredible first week, truly. Even though we've had, like, 20 things go wrong and 20 things that were stressful and whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I still feel that it's not been terrible i'm no. like yeah but the life is amazing but like the people we had coffee for five hours yes today. <laughs> yes i had two espressos like oh i pet a stray dog like my life is yeah. amazing yeah like, literally i had a hero and it was incredible exactly yeah but anyway that's that's our introduction to greece i'm sure we'll have a lot more to talk about i've already thought of like five different episodes that i want to talk about amazing i can't wait so it's gonna be good thank you for sticking around for this whole time if you got bored i'm sorry we got a little off topic but it we is get a what bit it is chatty. 
we're very fired up. Yeah. <laughs> we're very fired up. Very fired up on the Greek life. <sighs> but uh, if you've ever thought about traveling to Greece, 10 out of 10 would recommend. Although <laughs> we've only been to two places so far. We've literally been the smallest town ever. Like, probably not worth you coming here. All right. Yes. Um, okay. So thank you for listening to this first episode of our Greece installment. Yeah. We hope you enjoyed it. If you have any questions, you can DM us. DM me, not you. It is my business. Yeah. You can DM me on Instagram at practicing is it dot dot alchemy. Practicing dot alchemy, or you can email me practicingalchemy at gmail Whatever. I'd love to hear from you guys. I hope you enjoyed the episode. Uh, I love you and God bless. Peace out, y'all.